Welcome to CTO Confessions with TC Gill. Brought to you by IT Labs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of CTO Confessions is brought to you by the one and only IT Labs, providing technology leaders with purpose-driven development teams for high performance, innovation and productivity. What more could you want? Please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing quality, high-performing teams off that shelf. And your host today is me, TC Gill, IT Labs Chief Talking Officer, and I'm speaking from London, UK. And in this episode, we're talking to the CTO of Business Services at Orange. Our guest, Philippe, joins us to tell us about his journey and how he and his team act as a lighthouse detecting and planning for changes in the world. And oh yes, there are some serious changes going on out there. So let's not delay, let's get Philippe into the space to share his enlightening stories and knowledge. Welcome, Philippe. Welcome to CTO Confessions Podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with you, TC. Brilliant, that's great. So tell the audience, you know, what do you do and who do you work for? Okay, so um, my name is Philippe Ansarguet and I'm the Chief Technology Officer for Orange Business Services. Um, so Orange Business Services is the B2B arm of the Orange Telco Group. So uh, basically, I can say that I'm a French guy. I think you you must hear that. <laughs> uh, I'm living in Brittany, and I would say that I'm commuting to Paris or international destinations uh, where I need to work. I have more than 25 years of experience, basically in technology, vision, strategy, and innovation. Um, I have a software uh, background. Uh, I, I spend uh, all my studies and I've been graduated in software. And it's clearly the, 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 the space uh, where uh, I'm living. So today I'm, I'm leading the network native to digital uh, technology strategy for Orange Business Services. And if I have to define myself, I would say that um, I'm a pro software culture, clown minded, digital addicted guy. <laughs> and I bring expertise uh, and leadership to executive and customers in their transformation uh, or uh, in their innovation. I spend a lot, a lot of time, um, I would say, um, on, on survey and doing watch to to catch uh, all the trends, uh, to understand where the disruption uh, will happen, uh, to understand uh, their impact, their risk, the shift and the opportunities uh, for the for the company. And as a result, um, uh, we will come back on this later, but I set the corporate tech transformation programs as a transmission belt between the mid long-term topic with the short operational one. So I'm deeply and strongly connected to the tech ecosystem. Uh, and I, I used to share as well my experience and feedback to customers, partners, students uh, through conferences, keynotes or dedicated sessions like we do today. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a strong understanding uh, of the open source ecosystem, I'm also deeply implied to scout and identify the most strategic and disruptive partners in, in this particular area. Um, it's good perhaps to say that I'm board advisor for two startups in tech, so Cycloid, uh, which is a cloud automation and DevOps enabling company, and WeaveWorks, uh, the company that coined uh, GitOps and brick uh, core project cloud native community and customers. And basically for both today, I'm giving uh, support uh, by mentoring their executive, being a roadmap sparring partners, and ensuring a connection to uh, the right ecosystems. 
Wow, Philippe, that is fantastic. I mean, that is a big role you have there. Uh, I can imagine you don't have many hours in the day left doing this role. Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, yes, when you're in this kind of role, uh, your whole journey is a question of priority. Yes. Uh, of what uh, must be the most, the, the, of what must be basically, uh, where are the most game changer things? Yes. Uh, and where is it important to spend time and uh, for which kind of uh, entities uh, to, to give time to, 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 to be their, their best support in, in, in their transformation, basically. Wow, that's excellent. So just taking a pause on, on the work that you do, I'm really curious as to your journey to this point. What's your journey been like from, because um, I've seen that you've, you've done lecturing, you've worked in universities. Um, how did you kind of fall into this kind of position? What was that journey like? Okay, um, it's 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 a long story. Ba ba basically, uh, I would say that um, for first, um, I'm someone very curious and absolutely take passionated, and um, I think that um, if we want to do our job uh, at the the best level, it's absolutely super important uh, to be skilled, and skilling is a continuous. Uh, I would say. A daily routine that you have to uh, um, that you have to maintain for I would say almost your your whole life. Mm -hmm. So um, it's with this spirit that I jump in. So um, the the story to make it to make it short is 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 very funny because by the way uh, the first company for which I work for um, I enter into the the job market at the at the beginning at the birth of the internet. Oh. And and the first uh, I would say internet uh, application and services for B two B companies B two B markets. And uh, when you are entering in a I would say two hundred people company, and that you are the only guy I would say uh, with skills uh, around the internet topic, basically very very quickly you're the guy imply for the design, for the implementation, to talk to the customer, to do pre-sale activities, to, to do audit, uh, to, to give some advice, to deliver some consulting. And it's like, I, you know, it's, 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 it's not a bad joke, but it's like a kind of virus. When, <laughs> you start, when you start your journey with a so versatile activities, it's something you can never come back. And I would say that um, my very first experience uh, with so versatile role, uh, being in tech, being in advocacy, being in communication, being close to the customers to, to tell the story, to explain uh, why those transformation uh, will be important and how um, uh, my company was able to support them into the journey. Mm -hmm. And all this versatility has been very, very, very important. And uh, uh, it's drive me very, very fast, basically to um, the architecture topic with the expertise topic. And I would say to, to start to, to be a sort of uh, a, a lighthouse with, with the head out of the cloud and looking everywhere in every direction to yeah. try to understand what will be next to make the business of the company, I would say, relevant first, 
and mm -hmm. then future-proof. The, the topic about future-proof for me is super, super important. And how the choices we are making in our design and in architecture may have a strong impact in our way to integrate business agility or innovation, for instance. I can imagine that time you, know, you described very early on, you know, as the internet was emerging from its kind of under the rock and about to kind of, um, I suppose you could call it the big bang, you know, kind of thing. It was this kind of explosion. Did you feel like it was a big bang about to happen or was it happening? Oh, you're, you're raising a very, very good question to TC. And um, yes, of course, it was a big bang. It, it was a big bang, but I would say that um, since the beginning of the computing history, I would say that we may have perhaps three to four big bang. And I really love your, your, your word, big bang, because for me, when you're in tech, there is two kinds of moves. There is one move, which is an evolution. And each 10 to 12 years, we have what we call a revolution. Mm. And why, why am I making this difference? It's so important because a company can buy an evolution because uh, most of the time, um, the, the, the impact is, I would say, um, is, is, is on only on, on, on one part of your business. But when we are talking about revolution, so it's the, it has been the case basically with the mainframe, with the client server, with the internet, with the cloud, and now we have the cloud native fueled by the automation and the software. And why am I making the difference between those revolution and the evolution? Uh, because if a company wants to be successful with a revolution, you can't buy it. You have to do it by your own. And mm -hmm. when you are touching a revolution, the topic is not only about the tech transformation. It's much more than this. It's mm -hmm. about the mindset. It's about the practice. It's about the culture. It's about the skill set, the, the, the skill set of the company. It's about the recruiting, the recruitment, and the uh, uh, ability um, to have uh, enough expert at the right level to implement this revolution. That's why I really love uh, the word you, 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 you said, the, the big bang. And yeah. why am I so excited right now in 2021? Because we are in the middle of an incredible uh, big bang. The cloud native topic in which we are uh, in front of us is absolutely and definitively the next operating system of our business. But there is so much to do. We are at the same time entering into hybrid, multi-cloud, poly-cloud, where uh, if we want to be successful, we need to set a very strong foundation in terms of connectivity, security, um, in terms of rights management, in terms of infrastructure management. And on top of this, there is a new bunch of uh, design and architecture um, to be set uh, because what cloud native is bringing here is the ability to manage, uh, I would say, complex complex tasks um, decomposed into microservices in very highly uh, distributed and complex system. And mm. it's a fair fully reboot uh, if you want to be successful. So uh, that's why uh, I really love your, 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 your point <laughs> yeah. about Big Bang. Yes, we have Big Bang. Uh, I would say almost, yes, 10 to 12 years. And we are right now at the earth, at the middle of, uh, of, of the current one with Cloud Native. That's fantastic. I love this. Uh, and again, I love this idea of, 
uh, companies being able to buy evolutions, but the revolutions are something that um, kind of happen and you kind of, uh, and it takes a kind of paradigm shift to be able to kind of operate within that. And, and, and if I may, ATC, um, it's also, I would say, an interesting evolution of our software or, or I would say business uh, economy. Because um, if we look back, uh, I would say uh, 15 or 20, 20 years ago, do you remember, did you remember that the tech was not so nice? Mm. What happened? The company engaged highly offshore, then nearshore. And what we've got today, company are currently reshoring their activities, not on their full spectrum, of course, but they are currently, uh, I would say, doing re-internalization of their engineering, of the engineering that make them different. And mm -hmm. it's thanks to the strong push of the software, the acquisition and the automation. Today, the market is at so much high rate, high speed, high pace, that you have no other option to own your technology if you want to be relevant, stick the market and answer to the pace uh, of the change needed because of your competitors and because of the market evolution. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is fantastic. And um, I've suddenly realized uh, your description of the situation that we're in. We are, you know, in this uh, beautiful revolution, a kind of a, a, a multitude of opportunities and, and also unknowns as well. Um, you, you mentioned something here, and when these kind of revolutions happen, it kind of creates disruption in all kinds of paradigms, all kinds of areas, the way we work, the way we write the software, the way we structure it, um, and also uh, things need to catch up, like security and what have you. So what are the things that you see that are missing at the moment for, the, for all the pieces to be in the right place, or, or are they all in the right place at the moment? Uh, it's, it's, it's a very good question, TC. Uh, I would say that... Um... We are at a moment where we need uh, to uh, get the company more mature uh, for a very simple reason. Um, honestly, um, look, today, a data center is software. Network is software. Storage is software. Cloud native is software. And on top of this, we have software who is running and managing and operating software. Mm. Um, when for years, you have company... Um, who uh, basically was relying on, I would say, very aggregated um, uh, hardware and, 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 and software for a very focused business uh, market. It's a full change. It's a full swap. And uh, honestly, uh, today, what we are observing, it's quite simple. And it's the story that we are living inside around business services, whether you take the digital, the IT, the network, the telco, we are currently all converging toward the same foundation, okay? Software-driven, with strong API, with high level of automation that enable to deliver from the network layers up to the cloud-native runtime engine. Mm. And when you spend, I would say, years and years in digital, it's, I would say, a native uh, and easy uh, easy move. But when your business is highly disrupted because of this disaggregation, uh, you have a bunch of work uh, to, to, to mm. do in terms of 
culture, practice, mindset, skilling, and I'm I'm jumping back into this uh, this story because it's 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 the it's the reality. I'm telling uh, almost every day uh, internally or to customers, it's not because you are um, uh, uh, rolling out your infrastructures thanks to Terraform infrastructure code, uh, code and to uh, I what whatever CI/CD solution that you are an agile, a DevOps, and a GitOps company. You mm. only are those kind of company when uh, the whole structures has done the pivot in terms of culture. And you may notice uh, that uh, culture is certainly the toughest part to, to, to manage because when you are working into a multi-thousand people company, and if you take the action to ask for everyone, tell me, what is culture? Yeah. And you will have almost uh, answers as you as you get uh, people. So what I'm just trying to point here is that um, I'm deeply convinced that today the, the the technical foundation to support our next operating system business are here, but um, the 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 percentage of companies who who do the pivot in terms, I would say, of the soft part of the transformation uh, is, 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 is not enough mm. to say that we are at scale. We are at scale. You, I'm pretty sure that you know this famous chart from uh, the Geoffrey Moore's uh, crossing the, the, the cast curve. When you when you have the early adopters, when you have uh, uh, the, the the first liners, and I would say the the, the rest of the the companies, uh, you have to transform. I think and I believe that we are uh, we are right now uh, always in this situation, even if. Uh, I would say um, the the texts that I shared with you are really, really, really infusing in 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 all and in every every business every business in every companies. Now mm. it's a question of scaling, and scaling won't be possible without I would say a global culture alignment. Yes, yeah, fascinating stuff. And one of the things that I'm really curious around, uh, Philippe, is, is that. You, you kind of mentioned that you're kind of looking up above the clouds to see where things are coming. Did you see this coming? Did you see this kind of cloud revolution on its way? Were there murmurs there? Uh, um, uh, okay. Um, on, on when when you are a kind of lighthouse, what is important is not to see the big light because the big lights are easy to to see. Yeah. It's the weakest signals, which are much more complicated to catch. And that's why uh, for my team and myself, uh, what is an absolutely daily routine uh, is to make our watch. And it's only because you spend every day scanning, browsing, understanding the trends of the topic uh, on which we are connected that you're able to catch those uh, weak signals. Weak and, signals. And yes, and for me, um, what makes the difference is the number uh, of the weak signals and where they are coming from. Uh, who or who is currently advocating for these weak signals or for, for weak signals. Um, 
in tech, uh, we have a lot, a lot of very high talented people with very, very expert people. And it's interesting to understand uh, what are their opinion and trying to understand. So what to, to, to be short, it's a daily routine and it's absolutely mandatory if you want to catch the weak signals and weak signals after weak signals, days after days, are making a, a, a bigger uh, ray of light, basically, and it's the story of the of the of the lighthouse. Yeah, I love this. Um, I I can imagine. It sounds like a, a really interesting role to be in, but also that you kind of mentioned the other side of it. Not only are you picking up on these signals, uh, you got to then transmit them out into your organization. You know, uh, you know, Orange Business Services to kind of communicate what's on the horizon. So how do you, what's your tips to kind of, uh, for tech leaders out there uh, and, and, and maybe kind of um, uh, CEOs of organizations to be able to communicate what they're seeing? How, how do you go about that? Is it seminars? Is it talks? Is it updates? Okay. Um, I would say it depends uh, of the size uh, of, of, the, of the company because uh, it, it would be, and it should be totally different if you're working in a, uh, in a 100 com- in 100 people company or in multi thousand uh, uh, company. Um, I, I would say that um, for me, um, and, in, and according to, to my to my own experience, um, the, my colleague from uh, the corporate strategy. I would say are super super important, and we are working end in end because um, in Orange Business Services, uh, the corporate uh, strategy team is in charge of delivering the the corporate strat plan. And for me, uh, something that is super super important is to connect the dot and to be a kind of engine belt between the mid to long terms with the short and operational topic, who should be introduced inside uh, the corporate strat plan. So I would say that um, I'm spending, and my team is spending a lot of time with the with, with, with this team. And uh, we are committed together, basically to identify what may be relevant for us. Because never forget that uh, we are not a philanthropic company. We no. need to deliver business and support our customers. So we need absolutely to turn, I would say, tech assets, uh, 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 yes, into uh, business ROI, business impact, business value, and and the end is really important. How we can uh, deliver better, faster, uh, with higher quality, higher efficiency. So we always have in mind. Uh, this, um, this, these two roads. The first one is to be customer-driven. What this tech will change in terms of value for this customer or this set of customer. And the second way is uh, how it can support my own transformation and make my own business uh, more, I would say, efficient and sustainable. Beautiful. The one word that came up to mind as you were describing this is that you know, um, the kind of wise businesses uh, pivot, the ability to adjust direction depending on, you know, changes in the market and you're spotting these things. Have you have you kind of had any experience of uh, quite drastic pivots uh, where you've had to change direction and change again very quickly? Um, um, I, I, I would say that um, it's 
clearly uh, what we are driving uh, with the with the team from the the corporate strategy and um, if I want to be transparent with you, the the the, the way we engage the the, the the tech transformative topic is quite easy. Um, so um, we 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 identify which are uh, from a technology standpoint uh, the, the 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 most tech breakthrough, yeah. and then uh, we are uh, I would say uh, using uh, the, the 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 two way. Uh, framework analysis that I just previously chair to identify the topic which will be really transformative for the company. Then uh, what we decide is that for each, I would say, transformative uh, tech topic, uh, we decide to set and implement what we call a tech transformation program. And it's in this area where we are um, trying to, I would say, uh, manage um, the 360 uh, uh, view topic. It's mm. about the customer value proposal. It's about the communication. It's about the technical challenge. It's about the technical delivery. It's about the how does it impact our own organization? Should we adapt our organization? And um, some um, and and a team that is uh, in my mind very 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 important and, and and a strong partner for me. It's the HR because if you want to be successful in your transformation, you have no other option than to work end in end with HR team because uh, if you don't understand. Uh, the impact of the change of the technology on the current maturity level of your company, you cannot be successful. So I really enjoy the work uh, we are doing with uh, the HR team because it's about skilling. But if I want to be super clear on this, um, we are in a worldwide competition regarding the talent and the experts. <laughs> so we have no other option than to rely on our own workforce and it means that we are heavily working with HR um, on uh, what could be the journey to do upskilling or to do reskilling and to understand the journey um, uh, of learning and which certification uh, for instance uh, are super super important is it's absolutely key it's absolutely key um, to identify which are the priority in terms of recruitment and where are the skilling and training areas uh, where we must uh, put uh, the focus on at the maximum level excellent thank you for that philippe it sounds like uh, again just to kind of uh, reiterate this kind of storm of, of lots of things going. I can imagine the conversations are not always very smooth either because much of this is subjective, isn't it? It's, um, or, or I imagine it to be subjective. Uh, so when you kind of come to the uh, corporate strategy and you've got your kind of weak signals or your signals that you're seeing, uh, what are the discussions like? I'm kind of smirking here because I can imagine, because uh, I've been in discussions with people in various companies before where you have a, a difference of ideas of where things are going to go. How do you kind of resolve that? Um Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. But, um, we have uh, all um, our own framework to assess what we want to push uh, to, I would say, uh, uh, support and deliver high quality to our customer and to be at the same time future-proof. Uh, so um, the, the core challenge uh, for my team and for myself uh, is to be able to explain 
the why, to tell the reason. Mm-hmm. Why, we, why, why we need to do this? Why we need to shift for this tech? What will be the impact of this tech? And um, that's why uh, I would say that, uh, yes, the survey, the watch, understanding the ecosystem is a large part of my day. But the, the, the biggest part of my day is about communication. Yeah. I'm spending a lot of time, and it's the same for my team, uh, to give awareness, to, to teach, to tell, the, to, to, to tell the story, to explain what's happening. Because um, for me, it's absolutely key. Because you cannot have people uh, do the pivot if they are uh, currently fearing what's happening because they do not understand or, or catch what, what's, what's happening. Yeah. Um, what is really challenging, if I want to be super transparent with you, TC, is that um, you have to adapt constantly with the people you have in front, in, 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 in front of you. And uh, I would say that uh, what is quite challenging when you have to advocate for so much big pivot uh, in tech uh, for executive, which have at best, I would say 10 to 15 minutes for you and mm-hmm. are not able to read more than a two page, uh, a two pagers uh, to, to tell a story. But I would say that it's a very, very, uh, tough, but very insightful exercise because uh, being in front of your CEO and, and, and pitching uh, in less than 10 or, 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 or 15 minutes why this topic is a no-brainer for the company and why we need to engage a transformation, uh, people uh, to make studies or to engage money is a very, very, very insightful event. And coming again back to yourself, your how do you roll as a leader? What's your style of leadership? It's a tough question because um, um, I, I would say that um, each time I, I, I heard the, the, the term uh, leader and leadership, um, I always have um, um, a, a, a little song in, in my head uh, telling about manager, manager versus leader. And uh, it's definitely someone I, I don't want to, 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 to jump in um, because I would say that I've been fortunate enough in my life uh, to, to work for very uh, insightful and, 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 and under the leadership of very great people. But um, uh, I, don't, I don't like so much, uh, I would say, traditional, um, and I'm not so comfortable with pure management a style and the, the servant model often leads to fragility and indecision. So I don't like this one. So my, my mode in terms of leadership uh, basically is, is quite simple. Um, share the vision with as much as possible transparency and empowerment. So here, the three keywords for me, it's sharing the vision, transparency, empowerment. Um, if I want to, to, to come back just one second about transparency, hmm. um, the transparency topic is not the easiest one uh, because we have our own bias about what the people I have in front of me may catch or may understand if I'm setting the truth. Hey guys, we do not have in front of us uh, kids. We have uh, people, we have professional, we have uh, uh, some we have teams that are really mature. So 
that's why I, I really try to be as much as transparent as, as, I, as I can, um, because when you have all the parameters of most of the parameters of the equation, it's often more simple to, to work and to deliver the, 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 the answer. So definitively, the, the, the transparency topic is, uh, is, 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 really, is really key. And, and for me, um, and it's one of the key principles I, 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 I bring from the, the, the IG world, Remember, there is no good or no bad news. There's only news, and we have to manage them as he is. Okay. Yes. So um, this leader, this leadership style leads to a kind of human body parts, uh, and and for me, uh, it's like if you have a kind of organs, they are autonomous, they are keen, but at the same time, they are keen to work with the others. And it's the kind of leadership I'm trying to set. When I'm talking, when I was talking um, uh, a few minutes ago about uh, the transformation program, it's 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 it this. It's a kind of organs where you share revision, uh, and you have uh, mature people who are empowered uh, to make this program uh, successful. And it's definitely something uh, very 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 important. Um, and in terms of, of, of some tips as well, um, some things that I'm, I'm doing uh, more and more since I would say uh, the, the last five years um, is to engage uh, for one-to-one -one sessions uh, with, with, with people from my teams. And it's clearly a moment that is fully their own, okay? Mm. So in, in those one-to-one, -one, we can talk about issues or problems they are currently facing uh, or problems um, or need into the teams, uh, or it can be more personal and just about them. And it allows me to be, I would say, people-focused and to really take care of them. And it's something, uh, I would say, really, really, really important. And, and the last super um, important thing uh, is as well to greet, to greet team, to greet team, greeting teams. Uh, mm. We have so much people barking when things are getting by that it's so much important for me to say to a team or to someone, thank you, bravo, you made, you made it, great job, thank you for your commitment, and uh, thanks to you, we succeed in blah, blah, blah. It's so important. It's so important. The impact of greeting people uh, in terms of uh, team's dynamic is very, very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't cost a lot to do that either. It's actually a really yeah. nice thing to do, and yet, um, so 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 just as a, as as a wrap up, um, TC. So uh, when 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 you are asking about my leadership style, I would say that it's quite simple: empowerment, transparency, commitment, and communication. Love it. That's nice. I'm going to put those up on my wall and uh, kind of <laughs> engrave them into my, burn them into my, into my mindset. I think you're absolutely right. And so coming on to teams now and the leadership, you kind of mentioned some of the dynamics here, you know, are there any kind of like, um, especially in this kind of COVID uh, remote working kind of world. And, and I think it is going to be a remote working world pretty much from now on in many respects. What, what are your tips around getting the best out of your people, particularly around, because um, the area you work in is around shifting uh, mindsets and using new technologies. What tips have you got around uh, getting people aligned and getting them to align? Um, 
the communication uh, part that I already introduced, uh, of course, played a very, very important role. Um, I also realized uh, that if you want that uh, something is well understood, you need to use a different way to share it. So uh, that's mm. why it's interesting to have um, a short wrap-up, to have uh, some document, to have uh, a kind of small video or a podcast. It's, im it's important uh, to have the, 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 the material that is well-suited for uh, the people on the time they are in front of the topic you want to share. So, uh, yes, definitely considering all those uh, kind of um, of uh, communication is definitely something important when you need to create the awareness. And for me, without awareness, it's impossible to lead uh, alignment uh, at a corporate uh, at corporate level because if you do not catch uh, what is the essence of uh, uh, what is behind what you're pushing for or advocating for um, there's no alignment possible so Absolutely. so so yes yeah, so, so 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 you you know there is a very uh, famous book um, uh, always start with why or starting with the five whys and yeah. definitively um, they are part of of my of my mindset of my practices and, and explaining the why uh, is always uh, better when you have to, to drive the, the journey and with so much impact and, and potential transformation. Yeah, it's great. I, I love that. Uh, Simon Sinek, I think it's his famous TED talk on the subject, uh, you know, the right way. And it is absolutely the why allows people to paint their own picture and understanding of where we're trying to go. You know, they, it, 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 it engages the kind of creative mindset. So that's brilliant. Here we go, Philippe. This is a topic that I love speaking to tech leaders about, which is about organizational growth. Now, in your position, in your vantage point, you've probably got a particular set of experiences. What's your understanding of the, the strong foundations for organizational growth that you've seen that get missed, maybe? Okay. Um, so um, I think that um, there, there are... Um, Positive impacting topic and there is uh, not not so much impact a positive one. So, if I want to start first, uh, I would say that it's super super important to have a clear understanding of the fast moving uh, tech ecosystem that enable uh, today agility and innovation. It's 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 the first uh, first foundation. Um, the second one I would say is to have a strong customer intimacy to develop new business and facilitate a customer-centric approach. Um, because um, most of the time, the technology is here like an enabler to support, I would say, this customer-centric approach, uh, yeah. taking into account uh, new ways of delivering it. Um, the, the third pillar uh, would be uh, around the partners and the partners ecosystem. It's something absolutely mandatory and so much valuable when you are playing at the right level with them. That's brilliant. I love that. So coming towards the end closing arc of our podcast together, I've got some questions here around your advice to tech leaders or aspiring tech leaders, sorry. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring tech leaders as they kind of move up that kind of learning curve and experience curve? Oh, it's it's um it's a very good point to see. Um, I perhaps maybe share three advices. Um, the first one, and um, 
I think it's super important. Always start by having in mind that the people of front of you know nothing about your topic. Mm -hmm. It's super, super important. And I would say that the, the second one, and it's part of my story, never skip your own homework and your daily watch. It should be a daily routine to, be, to become uh, an actor of the ecosystem in which you have to play. And the last one, uh, that is something that uh, has been one of my foundation uh, for years, is um, it's super important to mesh the company when you want to drive the change and the transformation. It's about setting up the communities on thematic where you will recruit leaders who will cover the whole organization out of the different uh, borders. And it's uh, the feedback loop that you need to challenge yourself and being able to reinvent yourself, taking into account what's happening on the trenches. Wow. That's great advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of those as well in my in my uh, little book of uh, wisdom. I think, um, yeah, that's 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 really good. I love the idea that you kind of mentioned there around, um, you know, not assuming other people know where you are to explain yourself. You know, because you, you can lose people very quickly. So I think that's a really good one. And are there any kind of books or uh, TED talks or any other kind of uh, assets that you that have made a big difference in your journey? Okay. Um... I, I read I, I read a lot I, I, I read a lot of books and um, it's a part I, I don't share with you but uh, I've been working on my spare time for O'Reilly for more than 10 years and I did translation validation of translation oh, wow. and I learned so much on my professional youngest years so that's why books are so important for me so I will uh, be able to share with you four references that are, uh, I would say, my, my foundational book uh, that are close to my bed. The yeah. first one is Accelerate from uh, the Dora's team, which is for me absolutely a key framework to transform a company that rely on software. So it's basically most of the company, I guess. Yes. Second book, um, it's uh, the Phoenix Project and the Unicorn Project. And it's a very, very good book uh, to give awareness about a DevOps or an agile transformation and, and the necessary uh, cultural shift that uh, should happen in company. The third one uh, is um, a book uh, that I love so much. It has been written by Matthew Skelton and Manuel Pace and it's Team Topologies. And for me, Team Topologies is very excellent because it, um, it, it brings a new agile interesting pattern to transform companies and in particular around something i really love it's the platform who are accountable for the platform the platform team uh, and, 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 and and whatever and the last one um, it's 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 a book written by camille fournier um, it's the manager's path and it's about how to manage in tech in an ever-changing uh, ecosystem. So mm -hmm. yes, definitely those four books are my core foundational books that uh, I refer each time I'm in doubt. Excellent. Thank you for sharing those. I have read a few of those, so uh, I will add the others to my list. And um, I've got an interesting question. You don't have to uh, answer it if you don't want to, but where do you see yourself five or 10 uh. years from now? 
Oh, uh, we it's 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 so complex to 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 live the the current times that you foresee what I will be in five to ten years from now. It's not an easy question. You 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 perfectly catch that uh, I'm really excited by tech and making and making tech companies uh, successful. So there there are so many exciting things in front of us. Uh, the hybrid, the orchestrating, the orchestrator, the progressive delivery, uh, the quantum computing, the the AI, the the the, the, the data. So it's mm. hard for me to to not to not have at least one foot into the tech. Um, to be fully transparent with you, I really really uh, loved uh, the latest experience I have with uh, the VC world, uh, and uh, I think it it wakes. Uh, it wakes up another side of my experience and skills, so uh, it may be perhaps uh, a future destination because uh, it's another way to make companies successful mm-hmm. um, and uh, where um, uh, keeping uh, an ID and, 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 and scouting for the, the weak signals uh, as a great value because you perfectly uh, understand that uh, the future of startups uh, is in our ability to uh, put the money at seed level. And uh, because the technology has never played a so much important role than today, we need to have people very, very, very highly skilled yeah. uh, to, uh, to, to assess the potential value of a company in their early stage. So I think it's, it's an interesting uh, area as well. Excellent, excellent. And here you go, is one of my favorite questions of the podcast. I'm going to pretend to be a tech genie, okay? I'm going to offer you a, te- a tech wish for your tech leadership. What would you wish for? Oh, okay. Um, perhaps make AI more supportive of understanding the complexity of the tech ecosystem in which we are living. Mm-hmm. Um, my wish, if I have a magic wand, I'm pretty sure uh, TC is that uh, you know the latest uh, service from GitHub called Copilot, where you have the use of AI to, to make to make your code to develop or to write down markdown text or, or whatever. Um, and it's something that, um, yes, it's something that makes me either scary and super excited because it's a way to augment uh, our capability and our ability um, to produce, to deliver with hundreds, millions of probes around the world supporting perhaps uh, to to make uh, a biggest focus on the weakest signals that I already shared about. So definitely something around how AI can make the world uh, more simpler to understand in a very complex tech ecosystem. Fantastic. I'll see what I can do with that wish. I'm, gonna, I'm just kind of thinking about how I can brew that one up. <laughs> <laughs> so as we come to the full stop of the podcast, What is your key takeaway, your gift that you'd like to offer the tech leader, men and women out there? Oh, it's not so easy, but I would say nothing is taken for granted. For most companies, what I observe is that their strategies have not really changed. What has changed is the pace, is the speed at which it must be executed. That's why uh, we are um, in front of a revolution and not an evolution. Remember what I shared with you at the very beginning of the interview. So yes, be curious, be passionate, 
these are two essential qualities to meet the exciting challenges ahead of us. Brilliant. Thank you for your time, Philip. It's been great having you on board, sir. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed the time with you, TC. Well, check that out. Sounds like a great job to have. I really take my hat off to Philippe for sustaining such a challenging role. Are you looking out for change through weak and strong signals? The planning for that change, just imagine that. And then implementing the transformation to anticipate and possibly even turn it into an advantage. So what were your key takeaways from the podcast? These were mine. Number one, those cycles of evolution and those prickly and opportunity creating revolutions. As Philip mentioned, those revolutions happen in 10 to 12 year cycles that you can't buy unlike the evolutionary changes. And the fact that we're living through a revolution right now, the revolution of cloud computing and services. If you're not taking advantage of that yet, you may want to start making shifts to keep up in the ever-changing digital world. My second key takeaway is about the reinforcement of the principle of transparency. It's great to hear Philippe mention this again. As he said, there is no good news. There is no bad news. It's just information to act on. And you've got to make the culture and the environment right for that to happen. My third and final key takeaway is about meshing the company if you're going about transformation. As listeners from previous podcasts will know, I'm a huge fan of cross-functionality in leadership and departments, where the boundaries between functions and specialisms become arenas for strong communication and collaboration. Mesh up those boundaries and create emergent conditions of change, innovation and smoother operations. What a wonderful and insightful podcast, Philippe. Huge thanks for your time. May the light in your searchlight for change pick up on those signals that you're looking for, the weak and strong, that help you charter the correct future journey for Orange Business Services. Thank you again for your time, Philippe. And finally, remember to subscribe to CTO Confessions podcast and IT Labs newsletter, where you get regular tech articles and invites to the IT Labs webinar series. URLs for this can be found at the bottom of this page. We are consistently creating material to create, nurture and support a community of tech leaders. And of course, if you want to know more about IT Labs services, including our Teams as a Service service, please don't hesitate to get in touch. As mentioned in the intro, please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing agility, high-performing teams off that shelf with a wide breadth of skill and knowledge. Well, that's all, folks. Look after each other and keep safe. Wishing you all a good day or evening, wherever you are in the world, from all of us here at IT Labs. Live long, live well and prosper. Until we meet again on the next CTO Confessions podcast.